everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And this is the Coffee and Capes podcast, where we are a couple of enthusiasts who like coffee and love geek culture. It's true. It's it always true. true. It's been true for like, this is 11th, 11th episode. It's been true for a lot longer than 11 episodes. Yeah, but... I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's definitely it's only true. been a podcast for 11 episodes. But yeah, it's only been a podcast for 11 episodes, but this for has been our life time. for a long time. It really has. It really has. Yeah. Well, um, you are listening or watching us, so you have found us on some level or in some me- on some medium. Uh, but uh, John, let's hear the rundown. Where are all the places that people can find us and connect with us? Yeah, uh, we are located all over the interwebs and in your phone. Um, you can find our podcast on YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube, right? Um, Probably the main reason you would watch us on YouTube is we always choose these different backgrounds that are kind of hints towards what the topic is. And Um, because we're very, very handsome. I don't know about that. I was actually thinking my forehead looks huge. Yeah, me. (laughs) Um, Why do you think I'm wearing a hat so that the light doesn't glare off of my bald head? (laughs) I should have worn a hat today. I don't know why I didn't. Um, So we're we're on YouTube, obviously. You can find us on social media. um, Instagram coffee underscore the letter N underscore the word capes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, coffee and capes, coffee underscore N underscore capes, uh, Facebook, just coffee and capes. Um, so we're kind of all over on the social media channels. You can find us there. And then as far as to be able to listen to us, we're everywhere. <laughs> um, we are on iTunes we're on Spotify, as I informed my amazing uh, Harry Potter loving daughter, Delilah, last night that she could find her nerdy old dad on Spotify. So Delilah, if you are listening to this, I love you. Um, and then also on uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and a number of others. So we're out there. Um, tell your friends, please tell people that like coffee, tell people that like geek culture. Um, and of course... As always, if you have thoughts, you have ideas, you have comments on anything that we have talked about or anything you'd like to see us talk about, um, you know, please leave us comments or you can send us an email at supers at coffee, the letter N, the word capes.com. And don't be afraid to send us an email. We will absolutely respond. And you never know, like your topic could become a future podcast. As uh, as today's is actually, it actually stems from a couple people talking to us about, uh, well, geek culture. Yeah. Before we get into that, can I share with you a, you all, can we brag for just a second? And yeah. uh, let me share, you're talking about, you just talked to your daughter about this. So my niece uh, sent this note this week after we talked about our podcast at Thanksgiving. And she said, I want to tell you, I started watching your, or started your podcast. It's really interesting. Smiley face. I'm currently on the first one, but I will definitely continue to listen. And this is my favorite part. It made me laugh multiple times. LOL. Hey, Aww. look at that. Thanks. We made Layla, our family that's laugh. That's the best. Yeah. And see, now I have proof forever. It's on the internet that somebody said I'm funny. My life yeah. is complete. <laughs> well, we always thought we were funny. Well, uh, sure. We, we laugh at ourselves a lot. And All it's really important to understand is we laugh at ourselves. Yes. Um, before we jump into like today's episode, though, as always, Dave, uh, what are you drinking today? I am enjoying some 
uh, Ooh. bomb beans from uh, our friends at Ladybird Provisions. Some coffee bomb beans that are clean and mild-bodied with chocolate, citrus, and nutty. Ooh, very nice. How do you like it? Tasty. It's tasty. Yeah, I like it. I'm not. I'm always a little bit uh, weary of coffee that purports to be chocolatey because sometimes it can it can have a little funky flavor. I think mm. it's it a little too sweet, but this is not. This is this is very tasty. Nice. Um, I am drinking. Uh, I don't have the bag with me, but Blackbeard's Delight uh, mm. by Black Rifle Coffee Company, veteran owned and supported. Um, hands down, Blackbeard's Delight, one of my all time favorite coffees it is a really nice smooth dark roast um i don't like i said i don't have the bag here to give you all the all the important details but it it does uh make you feel like you could rule the seven seas after a couple of cups <laughs> and then of course inside of my coffee i have a, a happy cacao ladybird provisions uh coffee bomb so again you know Thanks to uh, to Nicole and Sarah for sending out those care packages. We're still enjoying them. And uh, if you guys haven't checked out Ladybird Provisions and your coffee fans, please do so. They're a small business out of Austin, Texas, and uh, their product actually is is phenomenal. And I've enjoyed it for a while. Dave now enjoys it. Uh, Rachel, my amazing partner in life and wife, she enjoys it. So um, take a look. And you can find them at Sprouts. I think out in your neck of the woods, Dave, you can find them at Mariano's. Okay. Uh, at least that's where you used to be able to find them. So, you know, we'll check that out. Yeah. Or you can order it online. They have dry bombs that they'll send you online. You can order things online now. I hear it's a thing. I hear it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> I might have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right, Dave, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, we've been throwing around this term geek culture uh, quite a bit. And uh, a few people, including most notably my wife, is always like, what do you mean by that? Like, I'm not sure it means what you think it means. Because, you know, you and I, we, I'm sure we have an idea of what we mean when we, think, what, when we say that. But um, like a lot of things, I suppose, the, the term could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So we're, uh, we're going to take, take a stab at at uh, a wide variety of geek culture, including some of the areas where maybe you and I aren't um, aren't as versed, and uh, and see where we end up. So we're just gonna have free flowing conversation, I think, today, and and see where we end up, and and that's why we're at least tentatively calling this all the geeks. Yes, and uh, you know it, and thanks to Joanne for. Um, you know, bringing it up as a topic, because it's also a topic that uh, my friend Adam, um, shout out to Adam, uh, brought up and is a, and is a, he's a follower of the podcast and he follows us on social media. Um, I appreciate that he actually leaves us comments. That's yeah. It's very, you know, that's awesome. But he too, he, he, he brought up an ask. He's like, Hey, love the podcast. You know, are you guys going to talk about some of these other avenues? And, um, you know, so Adam, you, you, partially inspired today's podcast so thanks for thanks for bringing it up in thanks, conversation Adam. yeah um so you guys if you're watching us you can see we have uh different backgrounds a lot of times it's just marvel or dc uh but let's let dave start by talking about well i'd let maybe we talk about 
like what are some of the different recognizable th- that we recognize as, as being geek culture? Sure. Yeah. I mean, for, for you and I, we, we tend to focus on comic books and movies related to comic books. Um, I've got my Star Wars shirt on because, you know, that's another big one, of course, for me. And maybe, I mean, I was trying to think. So if Star Wars came out in 77, I would have been like five that summer. And mm-hmm. so that might very well be the the first real yeah. experience of geek culture that I had. Um, and I still yeah. remember going to the Ben Franklin store and and uh, getting the first action figure, you know, those first original yeah. action figures of the, of the Star Wars. And uh, um. So Star Wars has been there for, you know, 45 years of my life or something. Um, So that's, you know, that that we haven't talked much on a, I don't think we've done episodes much with Star Wars. We've touched on it a little bit, but uh, we haven't done a Star Wars focused episode, which those are probably coming. Yeah. Teaser, teaser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot coming out. And we've really, we've kind of focused on like what has happened recently. Yeah. Right. So we talked about, you know, uh, like things that are that are fairly relevant to to kind of what's going on, like last week's or not last week. By the way, happy late Thanksgiving holidays to everybody. Um, we didn't release anything last week because we were off with families doing yeah. stuff. But, um, you know, the last one we did was fam- the second volume of Famous faces different franchise or famous franchises different faces there you go right that covered spider-man which is relevant because uh spider-man no way home is coming out prior to that we had our eternals review we had our dune review we had uh you know we had some we had our one that covered batman and the joker with Mm -hmm. you know the upcoming batman movie um coming out with uh robert pattison I keep wanting to call him Twilight Boy, but I feel it might, it's just not right anymore. No, it's not really fair. Yeah, we got to do something else. So we've done, and like we we have been focused heavily on Marvel and DC and, you know. And I'll say that's for me, that's where I'm most well-versed. That's, so that's probably where, that's where I'm likely to focus. However, um, you know, obviously there's lots of, lots of different uh, avenues that you can, you can take and be part of this geek culture thing. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, D&D is one. Like I remember uh, playing that game, first learning about that game when I was in like fourth grade or something and, uh, and bringing the books to school and being able to like, like, that's what I would read on my, like we had reading time. Like I'd bring that out and, and read and we'd try to, re- like if we had indoor recess or something, we'd try to play a couple of us and um, I'm sure we'd we're bad at it, but we had fun. Um, right. You had to write. I, I remember I played Dungeons and Dragons as well. I had like the whole collection. I had to hide them from my mom. She didn't think they were, they were something I should be playing. Um, because if you're our age, right back when those kind of started to really gain a little bit of popularity, there was this whole idea that maybe they were uh, part of some cult. Yeah. Right. Which you know, that's just, that it's just the administrative of like the ignorance of like people at a certain time and era. But um, back then you had to write up your own character sheets. Like you didn't have right. access to like copy machines in your house oh. or printers. So I remember like hand drawing out everything to in my poor young kid scrawl. Yeah, absolutely. Or I, I really enjoyed creating the the dungeons or like the maps of stuff like i, I had mm. a ton of those uh the graph paper um oh yeah i remember for a, i would 
try to create stuff. And I remember for a while, my folks thought, oh, maybe you'll, maybe he'll grow up to, maybe young Dave will grow up to be an architect because he likes to design all these, these buildings and stuff. Spoiler alert. I did not become an architect. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, but you know, the, like Dungeons and Dragons was kind of, it sounds like it was yours. And, and I know that it was my, my first introduction into role-playing games. Um, wow. I found through, and, and I think back then, if I, if I think about it, I found role-playing games through two avenues, right? One being like a bookstore. And they'd have like a small section of, of those. Now, any surviving bookstores have probably larger sections dedicated to uh, like graphic novels and yeah. role-playing games. Right. Um, or your comic book store, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't really have back then yet uh, dedicated like gamer stores like they do now. Right. Um, which is cool. Like I've been into some in the last few years um, and they're and they're super cool. And there's tons of games out, but I remember I played with friends in high school. Like we played BattleTech, and there were superhero ones, and then there were like there were so many yeah. different. I remember there like, was like a 1920s like gangster one. I remember having characters yeah. with like that were, you know, I don't know if they were U.S. Marshals or or cops or whatever right. with the Tommy guns, and then you had the gangsters with their, you know, it was all. I remember playing. I don't remember what that was called, but. I don't, I don't know that one. Uh, I re- there was a Star Wars one. Okay. I played the Star Wars one, like, nice. pretty consistently. I played uh, Cyberpunk. Um, Battletech was cool because you had the little figurines, and you could paint, like, the little figurines oh, yeah. to do whatever. That was probably one of my, like, one of my favorites. Um, and then like that- the, the wide variety of, of, uh, of dice with D&D right the, yeah the, those were the cool. regular and then the eight-sided and the whatever and the and the 20-sided and you could get clear like, or solid yeah or right swirls, yeah, yeah. Yep. you know like yeah that and as we're talking about it like you can see both of us like enjoying the idea of like these different little nuances for all this stuff mm-hmm. and you know it were i as i would refer to it for myself anyway just kind of geeking out on like mm-hmm. yeah the the different pieces that you could use with this. Um, so how would we define geek culture? Is that like, is, is geek culture something about which you can geek out? Cause that that's pretty broad. That doesn't, uh... I think, I think geek culture though, you know, we've talked about it and I think a lot of it, and this is a little different because Marvel and DC and Star Wars, I think Star Wars has always been a little bit more mainstream, mm-hmm. right? Marvel and DC really haven't become what I would consider mainstream accepted until like the movies started to roll out, right? Um, DC, even you know, Superman was always very iconic, yeah, right? Then we got Batman movies, um, and that elevated Batman considerably, and then George Clooney almost killed him off, um. <laughs> sorry george clooney it wasn't your fault we've talked about this in a past episode we don't blame you you just are the easiest to pick on right um and but then that almost and then marvel you know made a few random attempts to try and launch and really marvel's movie line launched with i i would say the most successful launch was blade with wesley snipes and Mm -hmm. a lot of people forget that that was right 
where it originally took off from. And then you got Iron Man and then we had Fantastic Four. Um, well, and, and X-Men came in around like 2000. So yeah, X-Men as well. We had X-Men, yeah. which I, that'll be a long different discussion. Right. Um, but so, you know, those the movies helped, I think, elevate comics into more of a mainstream thing. Yes. But prior to that, it wasn't. No, not and, at all. And you know, something you're supposed to be ashamed of that you, you know, you sort of, yeah, right. You like you cared about or enjoyed. Yeah. You had the flash Thompsons of the world who picked on you. If you had like, if you had comic books or you weren't, if you were, if you were a guy, you, you weren't ever going to have a girlfriend in high school. If you opened up your backpack and there was a D and D book and then Mm. some X-Men comics and some dice (laughs) and you know, whatever else. Yeah. And, and you were considered, I don't know that outcast is, is the right word, right? But you definitely weren't what I would say is, is mainstream. Yeah, I agree. Right. Even if, and I, and I want to say this, even if you were like into sports, like you, you sat a little differently. Yeah. It is interesting how sports was okay. And now when I look at it, like that's just as much of a geeky culture. I wouldn't include sports in our, in our definition of geek culture, but it is a culture of geeks. (laughs) Like it's just like, it's obsessive. It's, it is obsessive. I mean, there's a reason fans comes from the word fanatic, right? That people are, are fanatic about their sports. And we've seen how destructive that can be, Mm -hmm. you know, like, especially after say the stuff with uh, Penn state and, and then Michigan state and Ohio state and, and, and on and on and on. Baylor, like all the, all the all terrible the stuff that we, yeah, that sports fandom can bring out the worst in people. And, and, and so I'm not sure it's deserving of the, oh, well, this is, you're okay if you're in sports. Well, I mean, well, that's fine to be a sports fan, but don't pretend like that's somehow like a higher, better subculture right. than, than geek culture stuff than you know, I, I, I was thinking about this this morning and I don't know, you know, we're both a little older, so we'll, you know, some people will understand this reference and some people will it, like, they're going to have to look it up. But, uh, I was thinking about this morning and I immediately thought about ogre and revenge of the nerds. Mm. Right. And revenge of the nerds came out and really like that kind of painted the picture of, of like, what that era viewed gamers as what that era viewed like comic book enthusiasts as what that era viewed like if you dressed up in a costume to do anything other than play sports (laughs) right or sports related yeah you were kind of this this nerd like you were a nerd you were a geek like and i think geek and nerd are, are very interchangeable in in my mind and it may not be in for everybody but it is in mine so um but i th- i think about like ogre you know like nerds yeah and right. and how they painted that and it made it okay to be a jock it made it okay to like obsess about sports and be a fanatic about sports and not right it wasn't for these other things right Right. It wasn't okay to be 
intellectually and imaginatively, that's a word I just I'm making it up. Um, but it, you know, intellectually and imagination, like stimulated through these different artistic mediums and, and yeah. make no mistake about it. They were artistic mediums. They, sure. they weren't classic, like, you know, like Picasso or Rembrandt. Right. But hands down, look at some of like the artwork that you see in comic books. Look at the, the writing and the level of creativity that existed to create things like Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Um, you know, and it's not an Isaac Asimov novel, but, and to that point, like that still would fall into like geek culture. Like, yeah, science, traditional, science like, fiction as a, as a genre essentially is. Yeah. And there's, there's extremes to it. Right. So like star Wars was a little bit more mainstream and everybody liked star yeah. Wars, star Trek. Right. Yeah. Which we like, haven't, we haven't talked about basically at all, but no, that's been a big, big part of my fandom as well. For sure. Right. And that evolved. Like you got people who were super into it, mm -hmm. right. Super into it. And they dressed up as like, they put Spock ears on and went to conventions and people like that, you know, that was considered like, and, and still probably is to like a, a segment of the population. They considered to be very geeky, very like not mainstream accepted, right? Yeah. Weird. Uh, and, and I think that that's what, at least for me, the hope is, is that through like these conversations, like, maybe it becomes like a little bit more normalized. Like people don't look at it and go, oh, that's really weird. Yeah. Like as right? long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting somebody else, like what you like. Yeah, totally. Uh, like live action role-playing. <laughs> now that, that got a chuckle, right? Because yeah. I think the acronym LARPing right. sounds it, funny, right? right. Yeah. But well, people... and I'm chuckling because it just showed up in, in in episode two of the the new hawkeye series right which is kind of why it came up for me I, too I, but i, I mean figured. that's that's very much like that's something that's been around for a long time yeah but in that episode hawkeye's kind of looking down on those folks right right a little bit but then he starts like doing it yeah right and it's a different it's a different story and he's like yeah. but he's also trying to get to the he's end got of, a goal and he's right like, he's yeah, got and, a goal and it's right. and it's not something that like you know he's he has the time to afford to be into and and be appreciative of and you know well and there's uh, a great line the one guy's like you get to be a superhero every day this is the closest i ever come to it right yeah and that's that it's really accurate i think for yeah. a lot of people right there's a reason people like cosplay has has yeah. become so big um within like geek culture because it gives people an opportunity to uh dress up as their favorite you know their favorite superhero and walk around and feel really cool right i think it's cool i agree and there's a reason these stories connect with folks mm -hmm. you know and that's probably as many different reasons as there are people but there's something about all these avenues that, that really touches people and that, you know, that maybe folks are looking for, looking to be part of a story larger than themselves, looking for a community, 
looking for um, just some way to liven up a, what for a lot of folks can be a mundane existence, whatever. I mean, whatever it is, like right. geek culture can help you deal with your crap in that way. It can be an escape. It can be mm-hmm. uh, a, a, uh, an avenue to an outlet for creativity. Um, can just be fun. It can just be fun. Yes. Oh my goodness. Right. I, I mean, and it's, and it's generational is the cool thing about it. It's so generational. Like I'm going to, I brought up my daughter at the beginning and, and uh, I, you know, she's been into Harry Potter forever. Okay. Right. And you think about what Harry Potter inspired, like yeah. Harry Potter inspired a whole new generation of people who believe in like magic and just found it fascinating and incredible. And, you know, they they dress up in the robes and they mm-hmm. collect the wands and you know you you see them like doing these things and man it's so cool to see a new generation like grab onto something like that yeah. and and kind of make that their own and and even like older generations did as well right it it resonates with something that just brings them joy right yeah um and and i think that's kind of one of the things that I love about geek culture is it's wide varietal of, of things that it encompasses Yeah, that would probably be considered not mainstream, right? And Harry Potter is probably pretty close to mainstream, right? Because of the great success that it had. Yeah. The dressing up, the wand collecting, those things, not as much mainstream, right? And, and but that's, that's that level of, of joy, um, that it just brings people and there's so much of this like there's so much that does that right um anime like i have behind me right that's a whole nother version of animation it's it's been around for a really long time you know it's it's japanese comic books it's you know and they've been going forever and ever and ever and ever and it's had a cult-like following for a for so long and there's so many amazing and cool storylines and it skews a little bit more adult mm-hmm. uh in a lot of in a lot of times it definitely has a wider range but um that's one i mean my wife and i we, we watch anime cartoons on the weekend the animation is beautiful it's an, it's absolutely incredible you know the one behind me is one punch man it's funny love him. it's hilarious uh, well, and I'm like looking at your, I'm not familiar with the anime. I have, I have, I know of it, but I I haven't really watched any. So I have very, very little exposure to it, but just, you know, reacting to what I see on your screen, like this, the, the detail in the drawing is amazing. Um, you know, there's intensity and ferocity and power, um, but also, hmm beauty i think is there Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah i I would say that's an accurate statement a little bit of i mean a a little bit of androgyny you know which maybe is i mean obviously one punch man but i guess his name but but there's something about the way that's drawn that there's it's um yeah I, i feel like it's got a little bit of androgynous feel to it that can maybe be an avenue for inclusion for folks yeah, I would say so. And, and I think that like probably anime has a 
you know, anime has a long history of, of fighting for inclusion as well. Right. Uh, just like, like Marvel and DC have. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, D and D, right. D and D gave you the ability. You can choose the gender that you right. want to be yeah. like, you can choose the race that you want to be. You can yeah. choose the, the class that you want to be. And it's all in your imagination. Like, it's not like, Oh, Hey, you're a straight white male. So you have to identify and play as a straight white male in the game. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, man, you want to be a dark elf, chaotic, evil female <laughs> character. Mm -hmm. Get it. Like, get right. it. You want to talk in a high voice like this to like when you're role playing to really like get into the character. Of course you do it. Yeah. Like that's. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that like geek culture provides is your ability to identify like and, and be whatever you want like uh, one punch man is bald like how many bald superhero characters do you get to like come across and he essentially looks like he's wearing a giant yellow pajama suit um <laughs> and you know the androgynous aspect of it literally anybody could dress up as that yeah right for cosplay anybody um and i think that's really cool you know i think that's and i think that you find and now that i'm i, I you know i talked about it and i'll shut up in a second because i think i talk too much um but now that i think about it right that ability to choose gender race ethnicity what have you right in role-playing also extends into video games i was wondering if we were going to get to video games i had that on my list of things to talk about yeah for sure um recently i was visiting a friend in in uh houston and we went to like this old school arcade place like the type of place you know you pay a cover fee and you can play all the games for as long as you're going to be there so good yeah um which means a lot of them are you know games from the 80s when we were kids and 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 playing video games in an arcade and and uh one of them gosh dang it i cannot think of the name of the game but it's it's basically a it's patterned after D D, where you can be like a magician gauntlet. or you can be in gaunt uh i think it might have been maybe it was um gauntlet yeah and you know when we were scrolling through like who are we gonna be who are we gonna be and uh i think i ended up being a elf and my friend was like the female thief or something like but it, that just what you're talking about that like there's there's i mean i don't think we we're doing it in a way to well let's experience what it's like to be right but it's just but it does like it doesn't matter like you know every character uh every character has its strengths and weaknesses like it's not a it's it, it might might be a way geek culture in that sense might be a way to help break down some of the barriers that we see where we're like oh my gosh anybody that's different than me must be something you know wrong bad evil some version of that no like you can you can be a wide variety of types of beings and be good <laughs> right yeah and, and i yeah you know and you see that now in in i think in today's console games right like xbox playstation yeah what have you uh world of warcraft if you play world of warcraft uh which i did and 
you know, had a lot of fun with, but you can make whatever character you want. And I think one of the things that you see in doing so is you can make a, a, a female character and it's not, pen, you're not penalized in it being weaker than, you know what I mean? Like, you're not like, right. oh, you chose a girl in armor, so you can't hit as strong or you can't do this. Right. Um, I do think it's incumbent upon us to say at this point, like, it's, I think it's getting better, but, you know, still most game creators are, are straight men. And so the female characters tend to be created with a, you know, from what they'll call uh, uh, the male gaze, right? That they tend to be exaggerated physically with in, you know, or scantily clad in the female characters. Like there's still a lot of that that happens, which isn't, you know, you know which though, isn't the I, best, but yeah. um and and the whole Gamergate from a few years ago that like oh my gosh the scandalous idea that some women might have 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 uh, opinions about and informed opinions about games about video games and the really horrible uh, way that some of those those women were treated like mm -hmm. that stuff that's part of geek culture too unfortunately that's the that's sort of the shadow side of geek culture that it, it as much as I think the product wants to be and needs to be and is inclusive and we've said this before that it, you know geek culture should be a, a place where everybody belongs yeah but it's i think it's just important too to say that that hasn't always been the case we haven't lived up we, we geek culture folks haven't lived up to that ideal all the time yeah i i would agree with that you know and i and i think that that comes through not only in how women are created in video games and in comic books for that sure. matter yeah and, absolutely you know, um but also it's like if we're being if, if you take a look at like male characters how realistic is it right 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 everybody's Every got not just six pack but somehow like a 12 pack of abs like <laughs> right You're, like they're super jacked they're super yeah. strong like right. they can do like they just like perfect physique and it's yeah. like that and and so to that point though i think that just stems from it's a soup what's an ideal looking yeah. superhero right right somebody that looks like superman superman yeah. came along and and put forth this is what that looks like now to be i i think one of the things that is really nice about some of the movies is that while you get these absolutely beautiful human beings that are portraying these characters they're not always super jacked, right? They're not yeah. always like, they don't have like tons of muscles. And sometimes, you know, Hollywood does the thing with like padding the suit a little bit. <laughs> and sometimes a lot of bit, Shazam. Um, but, <laughs> right. uh, you know, they can't all be Jason Momoa, I guess. Yeah. You know, but like Gal Gadot, mm -hmm. she's a beautiful woman, like absolutely beautiful if you take her physique and you put it up against like the, let's say 1980s, 1990s, like female superhero drawn characters, she's not as built as some of those, right? Right. Um, but she easily like carries that powerful persona. Yes. Right. Which is what matters. And at the end yeah. of the day, like yeah. that, that she carries herself and is able to embody that, 
that persona and she does such a, a magnificent job of it. Yeah. Right. She does an absolutely, absolutely magnificent job of it. Um, what are some other aspects? So we've got, uh, we said D&D, we talked a little bit of an anime, just collectible video games. Okay. Oh, right? sure. Like, like collectibles. Yeah. Uh, I have a small collection of like Funko pop characters that um, I only got into because of at, at the CrossFit gym, I put all the Avengers ones up on the, <laughs> on the counter because it had been named CrossFit Loki at one point. Right. I and they, so they had left the Loki Funko pop there, but uh, I have, I, I started a small collection of those and they're, they're fun. Like, you can get them from anything like oh i have gosh. star wars ones yeah. i have my hero academia ones uh i have you know avengers ones and they they create them across different eras and you know different timelines and, and some of them you look at and you're like yeah all right but i mean that's a collectible and then you've got all those action figure collectibles too like you were talking about even going back to like the the 1977 star wars ones oh, oh my gosh all those and with the slide out lights, yes, the slide out lightsabers and the like, little like vinyl little cape thing on even on characters that didn't wear a cloak or a cape. I don't know why that was, but but uh, it worked, right? It, it was great. And I had a lot of those. Um, Same. And a lot of the toys. And it's just what we played with. My friends yep. and, I, and I, that's what we played with. Transformers. I'm, I don't think I ever really had Transformer toys. I did. Okay. Probably until I was like 13 or 14 too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Oh, I definitely played with like this, the, the action figures and the superhero action figures into, into uh, junior high age for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's okay. You know, I mean, you get into like that, that point of, of life. And I think, you know, there's this expectation you're supposed to develop uh, other interests. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there's a societal push there that's like, well, now you should be transitioning out of playing with these things and moving into something else. And maybe, maybe you've just touched on an important point there that, that part of what's changed about geek culture in, since we were that age is that it's not seen as, oh, that's just for kids. Oh, that's just, mm -hmm. that's childish. Like you need to, you need to put that away and move on to grown up, grown up important things like, sports no no you don't sports are just as dumb as anything else like as much as i, I love i've got my socks hat on i love baseball i love watching but you know uh, so, uh, i'm not trying to come down on sports exactly but just that the way that's been lifted up as that's normal and okay and these other things right. aren't i like that that's changing yeah and you know that that brings up a really good point like people in in both like sports fans and in, in geek culture, like get very into the things that they're into, right? For sure. I think geek culture is more encompassing and it has a wider range of interests, but you can like all of them. Like you, you yeah. don't have to be just a comic book fan or just a gamer or just into video games or just into collectibles. Like they can all tie together and they often do, right? They, they often do. For sure. um, whereas in sports, like being a, well... Being a White Sox fan and a Cubs fan probably be bad, right? It's gonna, you're already shaking your head, right? Like nobody it's, around here actually believes that anybody can like both teams. Right. There are people yeah. that say that, and everybody's like, no, you don't really mean that. <laughs> you don't mean that, right? You can't, you can't possibly. It's like being a Bears fan and a Packers fan. Yeah. Like that's not gonna happen. 
Um, but here's the interesting thing, right? I so you you know you you remember Josh and Danielle from uh, the wedding, like yeah, right. Love Josh and Danielle. If they if they find this podcast, hey guys. Uh, um, but you know when we when Rachel and I would go to their house for dinner, man, they had just beautiful like collectibles everywhere, like yeah. just amazing like artwork and figures and video games and and you know it was always so great to go over to their house and and see what they had and that should be as normalized as walking into somebody's house that say like an avid white Sox fan and seeing white Sox collectible stuff everywhere right right? but for some reason for a long time society said collecting sports memorabilia and having that around was okay and you know and especially for guys manly yeah. And for guys, manly. Um, and then on the other side, you were like this weird geeky outcast, like, you know. Yeah. And man. somehow uh, there's, there's always this, like this ins- uh, insinuation of, well, it's a little effete or it's a little effeminate and therefore somehow yeah, not as, yeah. not as worthy. Right. It was, it was like, if you were, and I think this is an interesting thing, you just touched on something, right? If you were, let's say, just physically active, yeah, right? If you were physically active, like you, you lift weights, you play sports, you do those kinds of things, and you were like into comic books and into video games and into playing D&D and those kinds of things, man, you were even weirder. Yes. Right? Right. Yeah, you yeah. were like the weirdest of the weird. They were like, <laughs> I don't get it, man. You can come hang out with us and play sports anytime. Why would you go and do the other thing? Yeah. And don't because talk I about like... the other thing while you're with us. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it went the other way sometimes too. Like, right. Yeah. And this is a little stereotypical, I suppose. But oh, those dumb jocks, we can't really. Why would you want to do hang out with them? I mean, now we're creating an episode of, of like high school musical, the musical. But, right. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I mean, it's still like, even, even now, like, and I'll, and I'll use myself as an example, like Dave, we met, we met through CrossFit. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love lifting weights. Like I love exercising I go watch the CrossFit games and I'm, I'm 100% a nerd and a geek over those kinds of things as well. Um, and very passionate about it. And there are times where I walk into like a gamer store or a comic book store and the kid behind the counter will look at me and kind of give me that, what are you doing here? Kind of look until I start having the conversation about like, Hey, I'm looking for this. And they're like, Oh yeah. And then they get excited. Right. They're they're excited. And I don't, I don't think that they're judging me. I think it stems from a lifetime of being judged. Yeah. Right. By people who are, are less accepting or less understanding of that culture. Um, and it's, it's under, and it's justifiably. So, I mean, really it is like, and that's sad. Yeah. Right. I, I'd like to think it's changing. I hope it's changing. I think it, I think it, because things have started to become more mainstream, right? Like video games are now a sport. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You have the e-games and mm-hmm. uh, that's just, that's just crazy. Uh, one of the guys I work with is a, is a big time video game guy. And we were having a conversation about marketing to that community. And in conversation with him, I was like, Whoa, like this is, 
there's all kinds of stuff for this. Like there's channels that you can watch people play video games on. Yes. Yeah. Right. And uh, I don't understand it, but I'm, I'm glad it's there for the people that want it. Yeah. Right. Totally. And I think that's, man, such a good, like what I think geek culture uh, at its best is right. Where we can say that's yeah, not my thing, but I'm glad you have your Thank thing. You. Thank you. That, yeah, exactly. And gosh, that shouldn't be so hard. Why is that so hard? Why are so often, at least here in the U S uh, at least among mostly among white folks, we're always like, Oh, you got to like the thing that I like. And unless you like the thing that I like, then you're not good enough. Yeah. Or there is, then there's the thing, well, I like this cool new thing. And if too many people start liking the cool new thing, well, then it's not cool anymore. That actually is, tends to be a geek culture, like, yeah, like aspect, right? Like, yeah. um, oh, everybody started liking this and it's just not as cool. The only thing that that hasn't happened with has been like Marvel. Um, if anything, like it's, mm. it's created an uptick in like people reading comic books collecting comic books you know um i think it's boosted the cosplay community uh tremendously like you yeah. see yeah. i was looking at images of like comic-con you know when it when it does happen and you have seen progressively more like elaborate incredible sure. looking costumes like whether people like understand that community or not like you gotta give like a nod to the detail and the effort that 100%. and 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 i want to say this because i think it's important and the i don't care that i don't look like the comic book character physically yeah. when i put this on because in my mind i do yes like I love this that much. Like there's a certain level of confidence and bravery and self-acceptance that goes along with that, that I think is beautiful. Absolutely. That's well said. So I don't know, have we, have we, have we come any closer to defining geek culture? I'm not sure. So it's something yeah, that you, know. that you uh, are fanatical about. It's something that uh, brings you joy. Yeah. something that it, and uh, i think if we if we've got to like put some things into that i think we could say uh comic books yeah i think we can say uh role-playing games gamers right yep um anime uh collectibles right um video games sci-fi Right. Sci-fi as a, as a genre, as a, you know, as a book genre, um, I think definitely is, is something that you see, especially as those sci-fi things are brought to the screen more and more and more. Yeah. Right. There's been some amazing ones brought to the screen. Um, so I think, you know, these are the things that oftentimes people think about like, and it doesn't matter whether like in some of these, whether you're, reading it or drawing it or programming it or mm. playing it right all of that is kind of encompassed in that right and um i don't know i i think with and cosplay falls into that like dressing up as your favorite character and so 
geek culture yeah i don't know <laughs> did we define it <laughs> did we... it's not really up to us maybe it's not up to us to define there you go that yeah we're 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 rolling with the, the best that we know how and i'm sure going forward we'll continue to focus mostly on comic book stuff because that's that's our wheelhouse and the tv shows and movies that come out of that and i'm sure we'll talk some about star wars especially you know we got uh book of boba fett coming up next month oh yeah um isn't there another season of mandalorian coming i sure hope so i don't know but i sure i hope think so. they're filming it now um i'm sure you know at some point we'll probably talk about star trek um so we you know, should yeah we should we absolutely should uh i don't i don't know that anime or D or funko will be regular features i think we can talk about them though but like, yeah but i just want to say like hey we we know you're out there and we're glad for you those of you that care about those things more than we do totally and and at some point you know we've talked about bringing uh friends into yes. into these right from from time to time that maybe have a more uh rooted interest in some of these other things so yeah. i know um at some point like you know it'd be cool to bring uh adam on and and i know adam has a a massive used to i hope he still does i can't remember we were talking about it but a massive funko pop collection and he's mm -hmm. got uh you know he likes anime and and it'd be cool to have him on we've got brian and nick um who also are heavily into geek culture as well as as right. we know right yeah and uh, i know my my brother-in-law is uh, still a weekly D and -er. um that's awesome yeah so, that's so cool you know maybe mario Josh. I, yeah yep um bryant and molly are our dnders like you know i didn't know bryant and molly were dnders yeah 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 hey so, shout out to bryant and molly yeah exactly we love them yeah. um so yeah we'll uh we've got a lot of avenues for um uh expanding our podcast here with with some guests that can talk mm -hmm. about stuff that maybe we're not as as deep into or as versed in. yeah and you know i think that's really a it'll be fun to do that right is to expand it and because in one of the things that i think we both are very open to like hearing about other people's interests and learning about you know the things that we don't have as deep rooted of an interest in that geek culture encompasses yeah um you know, and, and so, and I hope that people that listen to this, if they didn't start out with that interest, right, didn't start out with that curiosity, maybe they're developing that curiosity. Yeah. So folks, tell us what we miss. What, what, what aspects of geek culture did we, did we, uh, did right? we forget or miss, skip over something, you know, help us see our, help us find our blind spots. Cause I know we have them. 100%, yeah. right? Um, yeah, we we absolutely do. And uh, by the way, if anybody on here knows Kevin Smith, uh, if you could put us in contact with Kevin Smith just for fun, that'd be <laughs> great. Um, also, I'm going to continue my campaign, though it, it sounds like some others are now kind of moving to the front of this, but Idris Elba for uh, James Bond. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I'm he's, continuing. Uh, he's been named, you know, he was named early on as a as a possibility. I, I Henry Golding is now named as a possibility too. Who's that? Henry Golding. Oh, uh, I don't know who that is. 
he played uh snake eyes and snake eyes he was ah, in okay yeah okay. yeah so uh which would be really cool to see he's he's pretty phenomenal as well he does a really nice job um so yeah i think uh what's coming up on the release schedule we, we've had three episodes of hawkeye um we'll have to talk about that at some point yeah i assume um, we'll do that kind of after the series has concluded just yeah to... i think after this unless something crazy happens and we're like right. well, we got to talk about exactly. this now yeah. but yeah yeah um i do have to say i love the tracksuit bros uh <laughs> from hawkeye they're just hilarious yeah over the holiday weekend i went back and read the the matt fraction run on oh, yeah. on hawkeye that that's that that the series is largely is taking inspiration from yeah um that was so good and it's only 22 episodes 22 episodes 22 issues yeah so it's you know it's not super super long to catch up on it's so good yeah it was a really good run you know what i'm reading now uh is the um marvel now run of moon knight which mm. is okay uh, in anticipation of oscar isaac like bringing that character to the screen i'm trying to like gain a little bit more insight because and it's really good I, I highly recommend it if you've got marvel unlimited app like you can read anything basically yeah um that one's really good yeah. so sweet everybody so leave us a comment on uh on instagram or send us an email um or a facebook thing we're on or write it on a on a piece of paper folded into a paper airplane and you know see if the wind catches it <laughs> message in the bottle i mean I message guess in a bottle whatever works we'd love to hear from you is the point in whatever yes. way you would like to connect with us we would love to connect with you and uh tell us what we missed tell us what we what we got right here tell us what uh, what else you want to hear us talk about yeah we got our ideas but we know that the world doesn't just revolve around us this is true also i you know we never asked this but if you have coffee suggestions oh yeah like send us your coffee suggestions, yes, please. As well, like, yeah. You, what do you? What kind of coffee do you like? And if you're not a coffee person, what do you have instead of coffee? Oh, that's a good one too. Like, yeah, that's really good. That's a good one. Well, Dave, John, everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. And um, insert clever catchphrase to end the thing with here that we haven't come up with yet. <laughs> In the meantime, thanks everybody. <laughs> thanks everybody. Bye.